0: This is where you grew up? My boyfriend Heath asked me as our van came to a stop. I stared up at the large plantation home of my childhood and tried to see it through Heath's eyes. The stately six bedroom, five bath home sat atop a large hill that I used to roll down when I was little. I had found such joy in rolling down that hill. And the grand, ancient, 60 foot oak tree that dominated the far right side of the yard where I'd had a swing that I used to ride for hours. And the long wraparound porch where I'd spent lazy summer days cuddled up with a good book and glass after glass of pink lemonade. Of course, all of that was before my mother died. Before all the joy went right out of my life, and right out of that house. Looking up at the dark red brick manor with black shutters and a gleaming white porch, I could see that not much had changed about the house in thirty years. It still looked as grand, charming, and pristine as ever. But inside, I could feel the ghosts that haunted the old Southern home. Literally. Are we there yet? Gil yawned from the back seat. Gilly is my BFF. He's been my best friend for over 20 years, so he knows my history well. We're here, he said, arching his back and stretching. It had been a long drive from Boston to the southern Georgia city of Valdosta. I didn't know this place was gonna be so big. Gil sat up and leaned forward. she didn't tell you, he asked, like I wasn't in the van. Her daddy's a very wealthy man. I scowled. Gil made it sound like that was something to be proud of. But since my mother's death, Daddy had always put his work before me, so I hardly thought it a positive thing. Plus, he'd never once offered to help me out in all those years Gil and I had struggled to make ends meet in Boston. Yeah, he'd have to be to afford this place, Heath said. My gaze shifted to him. He looked intimidated, and I thought I knew why. Heath came from far humbler, but perhaps more honorable circumstances. Hey, I said, reaching for his hand. It's his money, not mine. Heath tore his eyes away from the house. Yeah, but M, I mean, look at this place. It's just a house, I said, leaning in to give him a quick peck before getting out of the van. As we walked from the van toward the house, the front porch door opened, and out stepped Daddy. My breath caught in surprise at the sight of him. I barely recognized the man standing there. My father had always been a tall and imposing figure. Well over six feet, he'd been a big barrel of a man who'd gone gray, then silver prematurely, and whose countenance had always appeared to be tired and overworked. The man on the porch whom I hadn't seen in several years, was still tall and imposing, but he'd trimmed down by at least 40 pounds, pounds he'd always carried around his middle and which he really had needed to lose. His hair was also darker, but it suited him and made him look 10 years younger. And his face, always set in a deep brown, was actually lifted into an expression I hadn't seen him wear since I was 10. The man actually looked happy, you okay? Heath whispered and I realized he'd taken up my hand. "Yeah," I said, shaking my head a little. "He just looks amazing." Gil said on the other side of me. "Lord MJ, is that really Montgomery Holiday?" "Hey there, Mary Jane." My father called from the porch with a wave. "I was expecting you a little later." y'all must have made good time. Hey, Daddy, I replied as we started up the walk toward the stairs. We did make good time. My father nodded and adopted something halfway between a grimace and a smile, but I couldn't really fault him for it.